This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Equity Live. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down your barriers from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Can't wipe the smile off my face. Excited for this episode. We're joined by a returning favorite, Adam Dawes. Absolutely. He's back, and we're back with another buy, hold, or sell. Huge episode, uh, one of our most popular of the year, and we're fortunate enough to do it with him twice a year. So (laughs) we're back this year, partnership with the ASX Investor Day, which is a day designed to provide investors of all levels with practical tools and knowledge to help improve their investment strategy and build their investing confidence. Those of you in the Equity Mates community will know that we have partnered with the ASX Investor Day in the past and uh, we're here again closing out another great week. It's been a great chance to hear from some of the some great speakers from around the country, Ren. That's it. If uh, you enjoy this episode and you want to hear more from the speakers of ASX Investor Day, uh, over this week we've released four other episodes. We spoke to Dania Zinarova from Wilson Asset Management and Anthony Doyle from Firetrail. They both shared some of their top investment insights from around the world. We spoke to Lauren Jackson from Fidelity on the key megatrends driving global markets. And we spoke to Rachel White from Vanguard about the changing face of investing. Today, we're speaking to Adam Dawes. But before then, if you love Adam, if you love this week and you want to see all of these speakers and more in person, the good news is you can. Well, at least you can if you're in Brisbane, Melbourne or Sydney. Bryce, what are the details? That's it, Ren. Well, Brisbane kicks off uh, tomorrow, 14th of May at the Sofitel. Melbourne is uh, the 21st of May at the Grand Hyatt. And then Sydney closing out with a big bang on the 28th of May at the Hilton. Alec and I will be there. We'll have uh, a bit of an equity mates stall. So if you want to come and have a bit of a chin wag, uh, see Adam do his magic, then um, join us on the 28th. Head to the ASX website to register your details and grab your ticket. But look, without further ado, let's get into the episode because we've got a lot of stocks to get to. Now, Adam, you've been sitting patiently there. So yes, I have. Well, I can't <laughs> wait to talk. Let me add it. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with Adam, he is a senior investment advisor at Shore & Partners with over 20 years experience in the financial services industry. 
and Adam is the keynote. I don't know if you're actually the keynote, but uh, he's... Headliner. Headliner, we'll say, uh, every ASX Investor Day. He hosts the Buy, Hold or Sell, where people from the audience, people uh, there on the day, can throw stocks out and get Adam's view. We obviously don't have a live audience here yet. Uh, <laughs> so we've gone out to the Equity Mates community to get their um, stocks that they want to ask Adam about. The good news is basically every stock on the ASX came back. <laughs> uh, so what we've uh, tried to do is narrow it down. Uh, some stocks that are well known but you know are in the news, um, and then others that the Equity Mates community may not have heard of. So we want to introduce them to some new names. The great news is Adam can speak about them all. But first. On social media, we said if people uh, rated and reviewed our latest podcast, The Dive, that we would ask about their stocks first. So we've got 10 companies to kick things off. Bryce, do you want to kick it off? Let's do it. Adam, welcome to the hot seat. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> this one's from Mick, buy, hold, or sell, Healthier Limited, ticker HLA. Yeah, look, it's an interesting one and we've got a lot to get through today. So we're going to be pretty quick, pretty brutal, yep. and we'll just keep moving on. But uh, Healthier looks like an interesting business. Got 94 podiatry clinics, Mr. Foot Doctor, and some physiotherapy clinics as well. But really, you know, anything along those businesses uh, is their their roll-up businesses. So they basically go in, try and get new, whether it's a vet or whether it's a doctor or a pet store or or podiatrist or physiotherapist. It's all about roll-ups. And what they need to do is they need to make sure that they pay a good price or a good multiple for them to do that. So this one actually looks okay. It'd be a whole from me, it doesn't really excite me as far as, you know, sort of podiatry clinics, but uh, I guess it's obviously a need there. But the risk is that they pay too much for some of these businesses, so they need to be really, really careful. And then for that, I think it would be a hold just to see how that goes. But it looks pretty interesting to me. It's one of the ones I had not seen before, so I did a bit of homework today. I love that. Yeah. Well, that stock may not have excited you, but this This submission excited us. The company is exciting. Also, it was from Pat Lipinski, shout out uh, the Collingwood player. Uh, great to see you in the Equity Mates community. But Calix, Adam, yes, yes, buy, hold, yes, or sell. yes, 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 <laughs> and yes, Calix, fantastic business. I've been in the media for many years talking about this one, and this one has done very, very well. Look, it's a good ESG, so an environmental social governance business. But basically, it, it is a, has technology, and one of the main roots of their technology is to, to take heat out of cement production. Now, obviously, there's a lot of cement uh, being produced around the world. It's one of the biggest carbon polluters and obviously has a very large footprint. These guys are able to take that heat out and it is a solution. It's not rocket science. Please, Calix, I love you. I love the business, but (laughs) it is a very, very good business. This one is fantastic. Uh, With the latest pullback, it looks really good down here. I'd be buying this one. We really like it. Uh, We've got a buy on it, Shore and Partners. Um, Yep, keep going with that one. It's a great business. And I think we should say we're also buying Buying the tagline, best corporate tagline in my opinion, because Mars is for quitters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on their website. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right, this next one's from Bo Nitro Software ticker NTO. We, we've got to buy on that one as well at Shore and Partners. So I'm going to stay with my analysts on this one. With this one, it's 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 all about PDFs and e-signatures, DocuSign, those kinds of things. Now, Adobe does this. There are some very big plays in the US. For me, this one is is a buy, but I'd be cautious. I'd be trying to buy the US. Uh, I'd buy Adobe over this one due to the fact that it's 
like the third player in in the space. I do like the e-signature side of this business. I'll stick with Shores. It's been pretty hardly done by at the moment, so there is certainly value in the tech space at the moment. Just be a little bit careful with this one. There's probably got a little bit more downside, so just keep an eye on that one. But I'll stay with my research analysts and stay with a buy on that one. Well, I think the the theme of some tech being sold off is going to be recurring. Yes. Uh, But let's keep going. Next one is from Daniel, a company I haven't heard of, Fiducian Group, FID. Yeah, so they're basically financial planners and we've got another one coming up, which is IFL or Insignia, which used to be uh, IOOF. But uh, Fiducian, a small little business, uh, they've got around about 66 planners across 46 offices around Australia. This is an interesting one as far as they just got the People's Choice Credit Union, which has added another sort of 3.4, sorry, 1.1 billion of funds under management. They've got about 4.8 billion at the moment. So it's actually held up really well. It's got a funds management business, it's got a platform business, and it's got financial planners in there as well. I'll stay with a hold on this one because I think financial planning as a, as a business is very, very tough, and there is more royal commissions to come. There'll be more things to go on this one. But if you have it, I would definitely hold on to it, and any weakness uh, at, at around that sort of $7 mark, you would definitely stick a buy on this one. But it's it, it's a tough business being in financial planning at the moment, so it would be a hold from me on that one. Nice one. So this next one is from Ash and uh, they're looking for a buy, hold or sell on Adair's ADH. Yeah, so this is an interesting one because the government came out with the budget and basically gave pensioners and gave uh, low income earners another $250. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot, but you times that by many, many, many people in the uh, in, in the in the population, and that's a fair bit of a swing for for the government to do that. But Adairs is one of those businesses that will will take advantage of the lower cost group, uh, not investor, but a buyer. So Adairs is sort of more uh, cheaper household goods, those kinds of things, and so they do sort of decorations. Um, they're a retailer and those kinds of things. So I think they'll benefit from the government uh, spend, and they'll benefit from a, a lot of that. Um, you know, going forward. So this one, I think that you'd be okay. We really like, well, there's a couple of other business in there. Super Retail Group, I think is probably a better one. And we're going to talk about Kogan and City Chic. So for me, I think this one is a hold again, because it is at that lower end. Um, we want to see that premium market going forward a little bit further. But yeah, for me, it's a hold on Adairs. So Adam, uh, we'll keep ripping through this yeah, speed round well. to start things off. Yeah. Uh, Tom asked about Fortescue Metals. Right. So what's not to like about iron ore, hey, everybody? <laughs> what's not what's not, lot to, not to like about iron ore? So overall, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, Fortescue, all in cash cost was about $16 to produce a tonne of iron ore. Now they were doing 188 million tonnes. Now that it's costing them around about 20 bucks to sort of do that. Some cost pressures have started to come into the business, so that's been a really, really tough one for Fortescue, but still at $20 when iron ore is at $150 a tonne um, and they're doing 185 million tonnes per annum. You do the math, there's not enough zeros on the calculator to find <laughs> how much profitability that's going to be. But the first thing that I need to do and push to everybody that, that obviously is going to be a very good dividend coming forward, but everybody repeat after me, do not buy a resource stock for a dividend. Now, potentially your audience doesn't like too many dividends, but um, we never buy resource stocks for dividends. However, the dividends will be very, very good for Fortescue, BHP and Rio going forward. They will always do well. Now, Fortescue is definitely moving into the hydrogen space or into the more sort of cleaner energy space. I think they need to diversify because the risk is with Fortescue is that they've got 
one customer and one product. Iron ore and China is their only customer. And we've seen over the last coming couple of months, weeks, that the market has a little bit of a spit if China turns around and has some slower growth numbers. So be cautious on Fortescue. It's definitely a buy. Buy it all day long because if those costs at $20, they're making for $150 and they're pumping out 185 million tonnes per annum, it's definitely a buy from me. I know that we are sacrificing companies to ask but by doing a follow-up, but I have to ask, yeah. we're here to learn as well. You say don't buy resources companies for the dividend. Yes. What's the logic behind that? The logic is, is that um, commodities move in cycles, okay? And when commodity prices are moving higher, that means share prices are moving higher, but also that means more cash that the resource companies have in their back pocket to then give back to shareholders. But we know iron ore, we know coal, we know Oil mm. three years ago was negative twenty dollars. Yeah. yeah, iron ore was definitely nowhere near a hundred bucks. It was eighty, sixty dollars. Now, even if they're making them at twenty dollars a ton, at sixty dollars a ton, they're selling in the open market. That's still not great. Yeah. And it means there's still costs and they can still produce a good dividend. But the reason is is that super that cycle that happens is like a clock yeah. and potentially it might hit 12 and then all of a sudden you're buying this thing for a dividend which isn't going to be there. Yes, yeah. CBA and Woolies, a lot less cyclical Very than, much so. uh, than a resources pipe. Very much so. All right, Bryce, let's keep it rolling. Next one from Jordan, uh, Ava Risk Group, AVA. Yeah. It's an interesting one, this one, because I think they've changed their name. I think they were FCT or FTC when they first listed. But it's a business that does logistics but also uh, sells fibre optic intrusion detection and location systems. Did everybody get that one? <laughs> um, but basically it's they detect and locate perimeter intrusions. So you've got a big fence around your big warehouse and then someone tries to come in and snip the fence to get in to try and steal your stuff. There's automatically there's a, an alarm that gets set off straight back to base saying that somebody's uh, doing that or trying to get in oil fields or oil pipelines, you know, People like to protest about oil and then potentially someone's, you know, hacking in to take some oil away, all of these kinds of things. So it's an interesting business. It has struggled previously in the past. There's some brokers out there with a 33-cent price target on it. I think this one is probably a hold unless they can really show us that. I mean, obviously the technology works. They just need to get some really big contracts and I think that one would be one that I would be cautious of going forward. Next company from Sean, Megaport, MP1. So this is a yes, it's a buy. We've certainly seen in the last coming couple of uh, weeks the tech stocks getting absolutely belted and there is certainly value in this one. Megaport uh, came out with their quarterly just the other day saying their earnings and there was a little bit of a misstep in their tech services side of things. But Megaport is a business that connects people to the hub or connects people to online or connects people to the cloud. Now, if you go to Telstra, it can take you up to three months to connect to the cloud. These guys can do it in 30 minutes, right? So this is their differentiation and they're a very, very good business. It is getting thrown out with the bathwater as such at the moment. We think that the fourth quarter revenue is should improve slightly and then it should be back on track by 2023 going forward. So I think this is a great opportunity to look at buying Megaport around these levels. Nice. So this one's from Charlie, beauty retailer BWX. Um, it's an interesting one. We've got a buy on it and so I'm going to stay with our Shore & Partners research but it, it, the headline is currently on sale, 40% off our price target. 
Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was a stockbroker <laughs> joke. <laughs> I did. I heard all the laughter. It was, it was, it was bloody crickets in here. But anyway, um, uh, basically, we got a price target of four dollars on this one. BWX is a business that owns brands like Sukin, I think it Sukin. is yeah, Sukin yeah. skincare products, those kinds of things. Yeah. Now, it was really interesting the other day. Our analyst did a bit of a tour uh, around Australia with BWX and, and talked to a lot of the key um, chemists, basically Terry White, Chemist Warehouse, Price line and things like that and so they're they're saying that those products are still really selling quite well Um, so those profit margins are still going to be there so we're going to stay with a buy we've actually got chemist warehouse coming in in a couple of weeks they might be ipoing soon Mm. okay everybody have a look at that one you always look at the number one business in the space first um, and chemist warehouse is definitely number one so that'd be a really good uh, ipo or a good buy if it does come to market Mm. chemist warehouse is in the top three retailers in australia you have to see yeah bunnings kmart but yeah so it'll be it'll be a good coup if 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 they can come to market it's always been a private business yeah so yeah Yeah. it'll be good interesting and uh, bwx also owns 50 percent of go-to skincare from zoe foster blake oh there you go yeah 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 yeah. i'm learning something as well there (laughs) you go the only thing you're going to learn from us this episode (laughs) All right, we've got one more uh, in this speed round to start things off. Uh, Insignia Financial, IFL. Right, so we talked about Fiducian being another financial planning business. This is the number one in the space, okay? So um, I, I was buying some of this today. I think this is a good value. The only reason why I'm saying that it's a buy is because it's number one in its space and it's got a you know, truckload of funds under management. These guys go around about sort of just shy of $100 billion of funds under management. And this is why, because they are the biggest and the baddest in the industry. They've got, instead of fiduciaries, got 66 financial planners. These guys have got 1,600 financial planners. So this is the sort of the scale and the size. And they obviously offer a fairly good dividend in, in there as well. So look, I think that's a buy from me. IFL or Insignia it used to be IOOF. They just bought MLC, which is a very large platform, which is giving them lots of fund inflow at the moment um, but yeah really really keen uh, to stay with IFL as the number one player in the space Nice. So that brings us to the end of the speed round to start things off we want Ooh. to say a massive thank you <laughs> to the equity mates that went and rated and reviewed the dive. We'll move, we've sort of grouped companies into sectors from here but I've got to ask Adam, seven buys, three holds from the first 10 companies. Yeah. Where do we find the money to buy all these stocks? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you got to sell some of your dogs. Yeah. And we like talking about um, it's like gardening. Yeah, you, you pull out the weeds and keep the flowers growing, right? So you always get rid of the stocks that aren't performing. That will give you the capital then to buy something that's going to perform better. Nice. Yeah, nice. I like that. All right, well, let's jump in. Uh, the first grouping is a couple of just well-knowns to kick us off, and that's Quantum. Qantas, airport chaos at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. What are we looking at? Um, Look, Qantas is an interesting one and I'm going to reserve my judgment. Usually um, I'm not a huge fan of airlines. It takes a lot of people to get you onto a plane. You know, obviously even with online and everything else, it, it still takes a lot of people to get you there. But as of June 30 this year, what's happening with Qantas as well as Virgin, but Qantas is uh, their hedging runs out on a lot of their fuel, right? So they're able, we saw Rex up their prices by $10 to take an example of that fuel excise. But what's happening with Qantas is they've hedged their numbers out for a a lot longer. So they're able still to keep those prices quite, quite low. 
But as of June 30, when these prices or these hedging starts to finish, you watch those prices start to move. With oil at $100, $110, it's really hard for everybody to get on a plane cheaply. And that's the whole idea of airlines. They're always undercutting everything. I'm comfortable with Qantas and if you wanted to buy an airline, it's the probably one of the best in the world, best managed in the world, but I'd be cautious after June 30. So I'm going to say it's a hold because that hedging does run out and that's going to put some pressure on those over all those uh, d- domestic as well as international flights. So another company that has got a lot of uh, the Equitymates community talking uh, zip <laughs> was Z1P, changed its ticker to ZIP. Yep. Uh, down, what, 85% uh, in the past year? (laughs) Yeah, ouch. The big takeaway from Afterpay is you've got to know when to sell because they sold at the right time. But Zip, what are your thoughts? Well, if you all go back and look at my last uh, Equity Mates podcast, I was saying this is a buy. Oh no! <laughs> um, and look, we're, we're not, we're not, no one's perfect. Again, it shows you that you really should be in the number one position, Afterpay or Square or whatever it's called, whatever it's called now. That you, you should be in that number one position. And number two, number three, yes, they do well. Now, Zip is, uh, you know, is struggling at the moment. But if you actually look at the numbers, uh, eighty-two thousand merchants, eleven million customers, transactional. Vo- I mean, just just those two metrics alone, like a bank would love that kind of database. Mm. Like it is just amazing to, to see that. It's all there. They're going to now integrate Sezzle into it. And I think they're sort of clutching at straws a little bit here uh, to sort of – because they're already in the US and it's just sort of – yeah. So I'd just be really cautious on that. I think the buy now, pay later sector has definitely moved and and the story has definitely played out. It's got a lot to do with rising interest rates. As rising interest rates come, more defaults start to come and people can't spend as much money and hence that discretionary spend comes back as well. So, look, I'm going to say hold – I got it wrong. I took some up in the share purchase plan. I'm long. I'm wrong on this one. <laughs> um, and look, there will be better times. There will be better times for this because the database, the transactional volume, they're still not making any real money and that's the problem. Mm. They've got a lot of transactional volumes but only making 140 mil or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's, mm. just, it's, it's just not getting there at the moment. But there will be a time for this thing. So if we talked about Warren Buffett before, but he always says buy things when nobody else wants it. Nobody wants this at the moment, right? Mm. So potentially it could be a buy. I'm going to stay with the hold because if you've got it, you may as well. If you didn't sell it at $14, you shouldn't be selling it down here at $1. That's we, for sure. Yeah, we often talk about uh, surely it's primed for a takeover, like yeah. you know, a PayPal, maybe even an Apple. Mm. Every tech company that sells off, everyone's like, well, Apple should just buy it. Yeah. I'd like to say block buy it though. Uh, Just double down. Double down. Well, I mean, the customer's there. I mean, and and, you know, potentially that would be a great synergy. But but the problem is, most people that have got a a block account have also got a zip account, Mm. and potentially that they're spending more on block than they are on zip. And zip might be the second one in place. But we know hum. You know, there was a lot of these players, and there's got to be some more consolidation in the industry. But yeah, I, I yep, it's it's a hold. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, let's move on. So we've got resources now. It's not uh, a sector that we often speak too much about, uh, leaving it to to the experts. So we've included a few companies here. Just briefly, Adam, what are your thoughts on the sector at the moment? Um, anything that you really like or dislike? So commodity prices are moving in the right direction. Russia and Ukraine, everything's moving in the right direction. And Australia has been uh, again has been. Um, 
wrapped up in cotton wool because we've got so much commodities and commodities are a growth engine but also a defensive mechanism. When Russia attacked Ukraine, oil went for a ride. Russia, uh, Ukraine's like the fourth largest producer of um, a lot of commodities and so everybody then coal, everybody came to Australia and said, can we get your coal? And we we're like, sorry, we've, we've got nothing left and so hence the commodities. Now, commodities is all about supply and demand. So if demand's high and supply is low, prices go higher, vice versa if there's lots of supply and lower demand, prices go lower. But at the moment, there's lots of demand for commodities. So really, really comfortable. But stay in the big end of town. Don't go into the small space. So BHP definitely with the demerger of Woodside at the moment, it's going to be fantastic. And that will do very, very well. So, so you know, BHP was $54. It's now whatever it is. It's, you know, it's, it's had a big whack. Um, there's some real good value in that. So BHP, Rio and Fortescue are my top three picks in the resource space. And we can go into gold and everything else and copper, those kinds of things. But generally, my thoughts on the sector is we'll continue to do very, very well over the next three to four years. Yeah, nice. So we've got a couple of smaller names that the Equity Mates yeah. community uh, asked about because who doesn't love a mining specy? One that came up a few times was Core Lithium, CXO. Yeah. So it's an interesting one because the market got really behind this a couple of years ago or even a year ago and it's gone on an absolute tear. So it's done very, very well. But one of the things that we saw in March this year was the resignation of the managing director, Stephen Biggins. Now, he's been with his company for many, many, many years and it was a real surprise to us as to why and we still don't know why he's left the business. The stock actually rallied quite, you know, sort of 20 to 30% after he made that announcement, now starting to come back and some realisation or rationalisation has come through and a little bit of a extra pick for you on this one. Stephen Biggins is a very, very uh, well-known director. He's gone to a small little stock, SLB. So have a look at that one, everybody. He might do some quite well uh, on that one. Just IPO'd uh, about three weeks ago, so that's a little bit of an extra one there for you. Um, but Core Lithium, I think, is going to do okay minus the director resigning. I'm always worried about when directors just sort of disappear or, or don't have a succession plan. That says to me that there's some fighting at the boardroom level and potentially there might be some issues. So I'd just be cautious with this one at the moment. CXO is a good business. It's got some great uh, Northern Territory and South Australian uh, gold, iron ore, silver, and uh, obviously lithium, which is a big one at the moment. Remember, lithium is not rare. Lithium is everywhere, okay? So everyone's getting excited about this battery technology and everyone's getting excited, but lithium is an, is an infinite resource. Um, there is a lot of it around, so just be really careful. We don't know if everybody remembers a couple of years ago when the, the lithium story yeah, was running yeah, sure. and then all of a sudden the Argentinians just came out and turned the tap on, supply and demand, mm, yeah. yeah, and just flooded the market and the whole thing just went crashing down. So yeah. just be a little bit careful in that lithium space at the moment, but the demand is very, very good and the battery technology is very, very good also. Nice. I like that. So we uh, have plenty more to come, healthcare, retail, media, fintech, uh, plenty more to go. But We've got so many to <laughs> go. <laughs> we but won't get through them all. We won't. But before we uh, jump into it, Adam, we're going to take a very short break to hear from our sponsors. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Adam, the hot seat continues. <laughs> healthcare. Uh, let's just crack straight into it. Max 7 Technologies, M7T. Always look for the leaders in the space. So really, you know, in healthcare, we really should only be looking at ResMed, CSL um, and Sonic Healthcare. Ramsey Healthcare just got a takeover bid the other day. So they're really the three biggest companies and you really should be looking at that. For me, um, any of these other ones that we're going to talk about, so I'm going to say it's a sell. Um, I just don't think you need to be there on this one. And the other one that we've got is Beamtree uh, Holdings as well. Um, both of them, I think, aren't fantastic uh, from, from my side of things. I think that it's, it's going to be a sell for me. I want to stay in the big end of town because these businesses do travel overseas or work overseas. You've got to worry about what's happening with the Aussie dollar at the moment. We did see the price appreciate in the Aussie dollar, which when they repatriate that money back into Australia, that means they don't get as much when a higher Aussie dollar, obviously a lower Aussie dollar does well for these kinds of businesses. So I just don't think that you need to be in this small space. It's been a really tough space. I was speaking to a fund manager today at lunch and he was like, oh, all my small cap, you know, biotechs, small cap stocks, I'm getting burnt. So I don't think you need to be there. I think you need to be in the top end of town. Well, let's uh, let's move to another sector which yeah. has some big players, but yes. the big players weren't the ones that the equity mates yes. community asked yes, about. Yes, yes, Retail. Uh, generally, uh, any thoughts on the sector? And then we'll get into some of the specific stocks. Yeah, so the stocks that we're sort of talking about today are going to be more of, um, I guess, um, retail being sort of closed, those kinds of things, because mm. retail can be consumer staple, consumer discretionary, and there's lots in there at the moment. So let's stay with that sort of uh, closed sector. It's all about the online businesses because of COVID and what's happened. And yes, you hear COVID, the, the word lots and lots of times, but the general effect that it's happened in the street traffic, now street traffic's back, but the general effect is really slowed down and online has obviously done very, very well. So generally, I think retail is very, very good. Premier Investments is probably your number one pick in that space. Uh, Just Jean Smiggle, uh, those kinds of businesses. I think you really that that's that's sort of where you want to be if you want to sort of play in this retail space. But I do like the next stock, which is City Chic yeah. CCX. This one has absolutely been belted, yeah. absolutely been belted, and I think there's some real value here, and probably coming down to sort of every two year lows uh, at the moment. Mm. One of the things that that as the reason why it has been hit is that its store sales or growth has been negative for the last two. To revenue is sort of by half. It's been down sort of sixteen percent. Online sales are up 72%, right? So that's that sort of exact uh, analogy we're talking about, the online businesses. I really like this business. I think this has got a long way to go. It's got the Americas in there. It's got the, um, it's got some fantastic stores. Uh, it's got Europe, Australia, uh, and the Americas as well, and it's got a great online presence. I think it's been unfairly treated down there, so it's a buy nice. from me. Love it. Well, speaking about companies that have sold off, this company <laughs> is down 80% from its 2020 highs. Yeah. Kogan, CGM. <laughs> it's a tough one, isn't it? Because everybody loves it or every, everybody does love it. And I think, you know, they've done really well. 
they've done really well to expand their database um, uh, doing uh, insurance. Um, I think they did something with QBE. Uh, mobile. They're doing mobile, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they're like, you know, he, he's got a share of your wallet, okay? So if you go and buy a TV, he's got your account details. He knows what you're doing. So then he can then get more of that share of your wallet. Now, discretionary spend might be 5% of your wallet, but if he can get 15 to 20% of your, of, of the wallet, then I think it looks, looks really, really good. The problem is the thing has been absolutely belted mm. and – the confidence, I, I think, in the market isn't there. Most analysts have downgraded their price targets from sort of the highest that I saw was about nine bucks, and the lowest is about five seventy. So there's a big range, and when analysts have that big range of uh, price targets, they don't know what's going to happen either. So I think it's it's really really important that you be careful with this one. I think potentially there might be a time when you could start to uh, jump into this one. But at the moment, I would say it's a hold or close to an avoid until you can get some real confirmation on that stabilization of the of the stock price. The business is fantastic. He's done really, really well. We always knew he was a seller. I don't know if he's a seller anymore at these levels. That's the problem. So uh, I'm a bit cautious on Kogan at the moment. Well, continuing with the trend of uh, retail stocks that have been absolutely slammed, we'll, <laughs> we'll move to Satire, which is also down over 80% since November 2021. This one sits in my portfolio, unfortunately. Buy, hold, or sell. Uh <laughs> Yeah, look, okay, since it sits in your portfolio, <laughs> uh, no, no, look, I think it's a sell. Yeah, me right? too. <laughs> right, because um, the moat, when we talk about a moat, is, and everybody hopefully knows what a moat is, it's the defensiveness of the castle, the water that goes around it. Its moat isn't very, very large. It's a retail, uh, luxury good retailer online offering clothes, shoes, bags and accessories. I mean, like, you know, there's thousands of other websites that are doing that, Iconic, everybody's doing that kind of stuff. So the moat isn't there. The reason why I think it's a sell is that Dean Mintz, the former, uh, sorry, the founder and CEO, sold 35 million shares in this business just uh, a couple of months ago. And that represented about 9% of the company. Now, he owns 51% of the company. So he's absolutely within his right to sell some stock. I mean, we've all got, you know, sort of have a living, that kind of thing. But he's then also turned around and said, I won't sell anymore until the full year 2022 results, which is going to be the 31st of August this year. We know that there's a seller in the market, yeah? We know there's an overhang and that's why it's a sell because there's a very large seller there. We know he's, he wants to get out, he wants to do some more and that's what's destroying the share price at the moment. No moat, founder wanting to get out. I think it's time. Disaster. Yep. Love that. Uh, well, don't love that it's down 80%, <laughs> but love that explanation. Uh, let's move to a sector that doesn't get spoken about a lot, but a sector that we're in here, media. Yep. Uh, two stocks that were asked. The first one, Market Herald's TMH, and people may not be familiar with it, but it owns Hot Copper, the forum. So buy, hold, or sell. And careful, you'll get flamed in hot copper. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's a bit of a tough one. Look, for me, hot copper's not. Hot copper serves a purpose, but you've got a lot of uneducated investors trying to do some educated uh, analysis. So I'll be really cautious on that. 
they're one lawsuit away from closing this thing down. Uh, the Market Herald is another website that they run. It's a good little business as well. Um, I'm surprised how well the, actually the business has done. It's actually done okay, but I'd be cautious. So it would be an avoid for me on that one. Well, then we've got uh, a, a random grouping, but there's no other way to group it. We've got fintech payments and gambling all in one. It was basically like the, the combination <laughs> the of technology and money. We're making that a sector. Yeah. Now. <laughs> so if you're listening, ASX, new sector on the yeah, horizon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> A well-known stock, um, one that we use here in the business, Zero XRO. So it's a yes. It's a yeah. buy from me. Under $100 at the moment, I think it's a buy. Um, these guys have done very, very well. They're a fantastic business. They've got more of the wallet share. Mm. Now, I use business. I use Zero in my business as well. Once they've got your data in there, once you've got your payments in there, you ain't going anywhere. Oh, so sticky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you ain't going anywhere. And then, in fact, new subscription got, here, new yeah, subscription that's right. there. <laughs> then, then they've got AI technology that to do those new subscriptions to get you to say, oh, well, you've got extra cash in your balance sheet. Why don't you look for a business loan? Or, you know, they can then actually add services on there. Zero is a fantastic business. It's it's all day. It's gone from 150 bucks. It's it's below 100. It's getting thrown out with a tech sell-off at the moment, but they do make money. Um, it is a very good business and it's growing rapidly, so it's a yes from me. So Bryce introduced Zero as a uh, company that we use in the business. This is a company that Bryce uses in his spare time, Aristocrat Leisure, <laughs> buy, hold, or sell. <laughs> Not true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Aristocrat's been obviously unfairly treated as well, I think, at the moment, so it's a buy from me. It's got the market power to do a lot. Aristocrat obviously is a business that it started out with pokies and gambling and those kinds of things, then moved into social gaming. Now, social gaming is obviously a lot of people do it. I don't understand it, but they get an account and they'll play the pokies on their mobile mm. phone and you see the people on the buses with playing these things and, you know, you, I sort of scratch my head, but social gaming is massive in the US and has done very, very well. The stock's been absolutely belted as well with all of this technology stuff going forward. I think it's looking really, really good at the moment as a buy. I'd be really comfortable to sort of start picking some of this up around that sort of $36, $35 mark. Do remember that the Aussie dollar, if any strength in the Aussie dollar is negative for these guys. So we've got to be a little bit careful, but the Aussie dollar has started to come off a little bit. And if it does fall back below that sort of 70 cents and continues to go back to 50 cents, this one will scream higher going forward. So yeah, really comfortable with Aristocrat. It's a great business. Awesome. And then to group two together, points bet and bet makers. Yeah, points bet, hey. Um I can't work out. I mean, yeah, th this is another one that's been hit really, really hard and they came out with their third quarter results the other day. They said that they're not going to pay a dividend. Their revenue was $139 million, which was up 85% for the year. However, they had a net loss of $146 million, which was up 71% wow. on the year, right? Extra revenue is going higher, but your profit is going low. What does that say? They're spending a crap load of money mm -hmm. out there. And that's exactly what the problem is with this business is that they're spending a lot of this money getting new regions on in the US, getting new markets, putting uh, casinos, but having... In the US, each state has their own regulatory issues and they have to go through via each state, 52 different states with 50 different laws to go through to get that. It's going to cost a truckload of capital to do that. I'd be cautious on this one. It would be an avoid from me because of that extra money that they're having to put in. But once they sew up the US, 
I think this is a really good business. So um, it's not a sell, but it's an avoid. Mm. Yeah, so it's a hold if you got it, but <laughs> don't buy any at the moment. Yeah, and the, the challenge is they're also navigating it with uh, a lot bigger, like European, like Correct. the flutters of the world and stuff Correct. like that. Who have yeah. a balance sheet to- One good thing about uh, PointsBet that I did read was that Apollo Group was basically looking at talking about, because they just bought Yahoo Sports, and uh, from Verizon, and that was a $5 billion deal. And they're actually looking to consolidate a lot of these uh, sport betting companies, and PointsBet is definitely in their sights. So potentially there might be some US interest on this one. That's why I'm saying hold it, but I wouldn't be putting new capital into it at the moment. Nice. And the other uh, betting-related company, BetMakers, BET? So I like this business. And the reason why I like this business is because it's the back end of the betting technology. So when you place a bet... Who does the spreads? Who creates all those numbers that you, when you make a bet that it actually, yeah. So it used to be bookmakers back in, in, you know, back in the day when you were at the racetrack and he'd, he'd know all the horses, he'd know everything. Well, these guys are the technology that sits behind the online gambling. So it's the picks and shovels of the mining mm. sector. This is the pick and shovel of the betting industry. So this one is a buy from me. It has been hit pretty hard. Yeah, it's, it's a good business and uh, I, I like that sort of back-end side of it versus the front-end. So, yeah, that's I like it. Nice. Nice. Uh, one more in the payment space, uh, Tyro Payments. Unfairly treated as well, I think, Tyro. Yeah, every time you tap your card, it, it uses the payment system. Tyro is the payment system that links that tap of the card to the bank. So it should do really, really well. One of the things that Tyro has happened in the marketplace is they've been too forthright in giving information to the market. So in other words, updating the market too much. Who would have thought, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so sometimes it might be all right just to hold back a little bit and have a bit of mystery yeah, yeah. with your lover, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of mystery <laughs> um, versus knowing everything about your, uh, about your date. So, yeah, I think they're learning a little bit inside and how to sort of talk to the market a little bit. Costs are rising, but the metrics behind it, we're going to a cashless society, you know, we're tapping every day, you know, so it should do well. I'm going to say it's a buy. It's been unfairly treated. I've been sort of talking about this one for a while and saying it's a buy and it keeps going lower. But I think, um, you know, it's got a great business and the technology behind it is is solid and we're moving to a cashless society. So I'm going to say buy. All right, Adam, six to go, six minutes left. All right. Can we we do it? Let's Let's close it out. First one. Ordinate AD8. So this is a buy from us at Shore and Partners. However, one of the things that's really struggled with this one was supply chain issues because semiconductors. The whole idea of Ordinate is a, is a very good business. It's it's moving audio cables to digital. Yeah. Right. And so massive uh, train stations, uh, warehouses, um, sporting arenas are all still on cables, you know, red and white cables yeah, you know, yeah. going in and, and, and the yellow one for video, but red <laughs> and white, um, yeah, that, that's what's happening. So Ordinate is, is, is a first mover advantage in that space. Supply chain issues from China has been an issue. We've got a buy on it. Sure, and partners are going to stick with Danny, which is their analyst on this one. It is his favourite stock. He loves it. I think it's a buy. 
Unity Group, UWL. Under takeover at the moment. So I don't know why someone's asking about that True. one. Well, honestly, someone put Twitter as well. So <laughs> uh, I guess maybe it's just because they're in the news. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. So Unity Group under takeover at the moment. I think we'll just talk a little bit about the telco space because the telco space is, is right for, for like the Pine Down Pine later space, is right for that consolidation. You've got so many of these stocks in there that have got sort of small market share but not really doing well. Aussie Broadband was a great call. We, we've, we've been on that since two bucks. We still really like that. That can go to $8. I was looking at, talking to a charting guy the other day. Aussie Broadband looks good. And and UWL, with that being taken out, there's, there's getting less and less players in that space. I would uh, not buy any more because uh, I don't think that there's going to be anything higher from here. There's two ways to play a takeover, and this is only take 30 seconds, everybody. There's two <laughs> ways to play, a ta- to play a takeover. One is you sell a little bit here to get back your money that you've originally invested and you let the rest run because what happens is there's excitement and then it takes up three months for the actual takeover. FERB, which is a foreign investment review board, it takes a lot of this time for, for it to happen and sometimes the stock falls away a little bit. People get a, um, a bit bored with it, that, that kind of thing. The other thing is, is that you hold on to it because they're potentially might be another player in the market. And what was um, the stock the other day? The Virtus Health. Virtus Health, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, there's now four different players mm. all vying for this one. So that's what you want. One player's in there, that's great, but you want three or four to come in and that's where it's going to start to rally. The other side of it is is that the upside is, is only going to be 5%, but the downside is going to be 30%. Yeah. So you've got to be really careful. So I think with this one you hold on to it. There might be another player and that's what you wait to the 11th hour and see how you go. I'd hold on to this. Don't buy any more because the upside is pretty much going to be capped at another 5%, but UWL um, is a hold. Next DC, NXT. Has struggled really recently. The reason why they've struggled is is that it's all about data centres and data centres are expensive or basically they're, they're big warehouses that stack racks. Mm-hmm. Where does all the data have to go, right? Where does it all have to go? Every time you open your phone, YouTube, emails, it's all data. That data needs to go somewhere. Big businesses need to put that data somewhere and store that data. Next DC is the is the big player in the space. Again, let's stay with the big player. I do. There is another one, GDC, which I've global data centers, which is a smaller one. But we're going to, we're staying with the big boys. Yeah, we'll stay with that. I think Next DC is a buy. The problem is with Next DC is that they've they're in Australian capital. City cities and most Australian capital cities property markets have gone ridiculous and it costs them more money to find these warehouses and you have to be it's like uh, electricity it has to be in a hub it has to be close because that data needs to be accessed quickly and if you can't access it quickly you go somewhere else so next DC's got some issues with that sort of costing but if they can get that right it's probably the best player in the space all right next one is an interesting one camplify I hadn't heard of it. Had you heard of I it? I have, yeah. Okay. I don't think, anyway, I'll reserve it's, my judgment. It's a peer-to-peer marketplace for RVs. Thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can put that one in there. No, uh, no. no. Maybe, uh, maybe we shouldn't have finished with these ones. <laughs> no, this is good. Yeah, no, like, no is the answer. I think uh, peer-to-peer, look, I understand the whole concept of RVs and uh, the grey nomads and, you know, that kind of thing. I understand what that means, but... Yeah, no, is the answer. <laughs> no. Well, then to close out, it's a SaaS business. It's Big Tin Can. Yeah. Big Tin Can. Big Tin Can. <laughs> I just chose it because I like the name. <laughs> Big Tin Can Holdings, BTH. Yeah. A lot of Instos love this stock. All right. They really, really do. They love it. Um, and they think that there's a lot of leverage in this business as well. 
I'm not too familiar with it. I'm going to say um, that if I don't know a business and I can't explain it in 30 seconds, then you shouldn't really, I shouldn't really be investing in it and I shouldn't be telling anybody else to invest in it. And that's a really good reason for anybody who wants to invest in a stock. If you can't tell your friend, your mother, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, what this stock does in 30 seconds, then you shouldn't be investing in it, yeah? So you should really understand the businesses before you invest in it. I think this is an interesting business, uh, but it's not one for me. So I'm going to say avoid. Nice. Well, Adam, a great way Ooh, to end. We've, we've got through it. We've got through it. I, through I'm not inside? sure how many stocks we covered there, but it was almost the entire ASX. There's a reason you're known as one of the only inv- advisors in Australia that can uh, give a buy, hold or sell at the drop of a hat yep. for almost any stock in Australia. So yep. if you've loved what Adam has uh, done today and you want to see him in live, then you should head to the ASX Investor Days. Brisbane is tomorrow, 14th of May. Melbourne is the 20th. 21st of May and Sydney is the 28th of May. Um, some big weekends coming up. Uh, you can head to the ASX website. There will be a link in our show notes. Uh, register your details. Come say hello. See Adam work his magic. We're also pretty stoked that Adam's going to be involved with FinFest. So we'll uh, announce some details on yes, that later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Adam, thank you so much. No it's been a pleasure as Anytime. always. You Absolutely. continue to amaze us. Thank you. Equitymates Investing Podcast is a product of Equitymates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.